1: Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered.
0: Hi, I'm Cap. Hi, I'm Tony. I'm Brandon. I'm Colin. And we're here to talk about... Density. Density! I mean, destiny.
1: Yes, the game that's sweeping the nation? It's a big deal. It's a big, oh yeah. I mean, they, they said it was a big deal, so it must be well, a all big right. deal. They, did, they okay. shipped
0: $500 million worth of copies the first day. It's the largest fresh IP launch of all time.
1: Destiny is the new game from Bungie, the guys who made Halo. I haven't played it at all. I've I've watched you guys play a little bit. I've seen what they've shown publicly, and so I'll be asking a bunch of questions, but uh, the three of you, Colin, Tony, Brandon, you guys
0: have all played it. You play as one of three classes exploring Earth and some of the surrounding planets. It's an intergalactic first-person shooter, and it is ridiculously addicting. It's really fun. And a lot of fun. It is it is one of the most fun gameplay experiences I have had in a long time. Now the the story, the premise behind it is basically it
2: takes place, what, several hundred, maybe even thousand years in the future. And there is this thing that came to Earth called the Traveler. Yep. And it made technology go through the roof and it human it lifespans have tripled triple. They were like traveling the stars, and then this thing following the traveler, like the darkness, killed everything. And there's only one city left on Earth. And the Traveler is like quiet and they don't know why. And basically it's your job. Um,
0: oh, and you've been brought back to life by Peter Dinklage, I think. Yeah, you, you are a <laughs> you are guardian. Dead. The Traveler sends out these little motes of light called ghosts to kind of find people who have the light within them, be they alive or dead, I yeah. guess. There's a bit of mysticism in the game mixed with
2: technology, which I, which I like. And your job is basically to find or awaken the Traveler. Well, the, one of the classes
1: is like a wizard or something. Well,
2: I'm, right? a, war- war- I'm, warlock. I'm warlock. a robot warlock.
1: Yeah. I'm an exo warlock.
0: And I shoot beams out. Exo-warlock, like exo war, like exoskeleton. Yep, exactly. It's one of the most visually diverse classes. I am a human titan. Vanilla. Meaning, you know what? You can call it that. I'm essentially Master Chief. I beat the shit out of things. He I literally will fun. like,
2: hey, look at this boss, and just punch it. And it goes, really it goes away. And it
3: explodes.
0: <laughs> oh, well. Unlike Colin. Well, what about you, Colin? What are you?
3: I'm also a titan. I'm a titan hey. A.
4: <laughs>
0: he, is, he is actually he is. Bill Pullman as a robot. It's oh, true. man. Because he, too, is an XO. He and Brandon both do the... Because one of the best parts about the game, like, number one A-class tier feature, you press right on the D-pad as your character, and you dance. And if you're a robot, you do the robot. And they it's say it's not so an MMO. No. <laughs> well,
2: here's the thing. Here's the thing I don't understand about this game. It's really fun, and there are a bunch of people, but it's not an MMO. It's, you're not going to see 1,000 people running
1: around. You're going to see, like, maybe eight. Sixteen. So yeah. Now Tony, I was watching you play it and even though you're in this large building facilities, ruined wastelands and so on. You saw me playing
0: uh, on Venus. It didn't look like Diablo, but it seemed kind of like a dungeon crawler no it absolutely is a dungeon crawler the entire i mean that's where and especially it's funny because leading up to this leading up to this game coming out brandon and i have been playing the shit out of diablo reaper of souls the ultimate evil edition just came out a lot of fun and the second we started playing this i mean i kept hearing the mmo comparison it doesn't fit it is absolutely diablo from a first person with more social aspects yeah you can run around and
2: just kill things of higher level and keep getting
0: better armor and weapons and that's i love that I mean, that's where the gameplay ties in. It's got ridiculously tight controls. I mean, everything feels good. The sound design is there so that when you punch somebody... And Colin, you love punching people in the face in this game, right?
3: I do. It's one of the most satisfying things in the game is the punch. I and love watching, watching much Colin that, get uh, punched
0: and die in one hit. That, that happens a lot when he plays <laughs> with you. But how much of that, Colin, is the satisfying thwack when your punch connects with somebody?
3: Well, yeah. You know, obviously, certain classes have certain abilities, and the Titan class, one of their abilities is to... You know, they have a charged-up punch... And when you punch an enemy, they explode into light,
0: and it's pretty awesome. Disintegrate so.
2: before your very eyes. I wanted to say there's another class that I don't I think we
0: talked about, the Hunter. The Hunter, which none of us
2: are, but they get like a Golden Gun is their special.
0: No, they get two different weapons. Oh, really? Oh, what? yeah. Now, because Golden Gun is the first one. The, one of the ways that the characters break down is you play as one of two subclasses that kind of dictate what your special moves are, kind of how you, how you progress as a character. With the Hunter, the first one, your super move... Is a golden gun. For the second one, as in insta kill? As in three supercharged, super powerful shots that on most enemies is an insta kill and on bosses is just like, owie! Okay. The second one is a blade dancer. I don't know what that means. It means that they run around with a fucking katana and just start slicing shit. Damn it, I should have been a hunter. Oh, I'll do that next. No, and you can. You can. It's slick. I haven't beaten Um, the game yet. I just wanna say that. Tony has. I can even give a spoiler free review of the end of the game.
2: Spoiler-free end of the game. Here's what 30 happened. 30
1: hours,
0: and Tony, and was it worth it? Absolutely, because first off, this is just the beginning. The ultimate thing that can be said about Destiny, at least in the first week that we've been playing it, is that this is only the beginning. The story itself, and I say this knowing that more content is coming, more content, and soon, I mean, in the next couple of weeks, they're releasing more story content for free for people. Yeah, what, I don't remember the exact time frame, but I do recall Bungie saying something like, We're going to be developing this game for upwards of ten years. No, absolutely. But they also released. I mean, just this week, they put out their little update saying, "Hey, this is the content you can expect in the next month." You're getting. I was wondering why, like, raid. One of the things I've been bitching about is like the
2: maximum level is twenty. You Mm -hmm. could totally do that in like a day or two if you played a lot.
4: And it's just like,
3: lol.
2: Yeah, and I'm just like twenty. I'm like, who give? What the fuck? Oh, that's it.
3: Well, Tony, Tony, let's tell our loyal listeners. Honestly. What was your um first experience with Destiny when you first got it? How did you play Destiny the very first time that you uh, played
0: it? I'm actually I I am ashamed to say this. Well he had I'm two days off in a man. row. I did. I did have two days off. I wanna say there's
2: forty eight hours in that period. <laughs> and how many of those for, hours did you play? About thirty. No, a little bit more than thirty, it I think. It was like
0: thirty two. Yeah. I played twenty two hours my first day.
2: His first day, he played 22 out of the 24 hours he had. I took a <laughs> I'm of, very jealous.
0: I took a couple of breaks. I didn't mean to play that long. I truly didn't. But the problem, one of the things about the game is you can only you have
1: son th- of a bitch.
0: I can only have you can only have three people in a fire team. So I'd sit there and I'd play with like Brandon for three hours, and then, and then I'd be like, I have to go because I have a life job don't even job. lie don't yeah, lie to people job. it's not a life it's a job
3: it was also like oh i have to go because i have to sleep because you started at four in the morning i did, I did. I did. Soon as was,
2: he came on at three in the <laughs> morning because i woke up it was at three. Not three i woke up at like 3 a.m just to try out destiny maybe four mm-hmm. before work i was like oh my god i'm so excited i just want to try it for like 10 minutes he's already on playing four in the morning i come home from work okay at like 4 p.m and brandon, he's still
0: on brandon what did you just describe you were excited you wanted to play it yeah I was excited. I wanted to play. Basically, we're jealous of you. Is what I'm saying. saying. But at the same time, (laughs) I'm I'm holding a gun in my hand. I'm jealous. This is the sort of shit that I used to do when I was. I can confirm
1: he's holding a gun.
2: When I was a (laughs) much younger person, it is a
1: gun.
0: And I, I just, I feel there's a part of me that's like yeah do you i
2: feel like destiny. maybe you played it too much and now it's like you've done a lot and you should have spaced it out or no fuck no, no. not so even that, a little bit okay so now that you've like done everything or, or you're i haven't even done everything you're I mean, past I've, level 20 there's more stuff to do yeah there's a hell of a lot more i mean stuff you beat the
0: game there's more stuff to do bungie has sat there and said that the end of the game the level cap is only the beginning of the game so this whole start. game is basically a prequel for the destiny universe what this game is doing in my experience is setting the stage. The story itself kind of delivers you the first third of what seems to be an overarching... This is going to be like the next Mass Effect, kind of? Not even Mass Effect, because uh, Mass Effect...
3: The thing about Mass Effect is that the Mass Effect universe is, and that game is very, very centered on the story and how in-depth the story and the universe is. And I think the Destiny's universe is very interesting and it has a lot of depth, obviously, and a lot of lore and things that we'll discover and collectible cards that you can get in games that tell you more about certain species of enemies or certain types of guardians, which are, you know, your characters, etc. cetera. But the depth of the story itself is not very
2: deep. Yeah, you start up and it's like, now you go. It's like, they're really, they talk to you for like a minute and you're done. And then later on, there's a few yeah. story scenes, but that's really it.
3: It's not a huge story game. It's more, I mean, like they talk about how it's not an MMO. I don't know how we could talk about it not being an MMO. Because it's an, it's, come on y'all, it's an MMO. It's a, It's Let, an MMO.
2: It's a multiplayer online game. It's not massive. There's like there's not a thousand people running around on a server. There's like, like Tony the, said, there's 60. There's probably some truth in that based yeah. on what I've seen and heard. Because no, there's I mean, millions of people playing, but there's multiple. Like Obviously, they're not all on one server. You can't see everyone.
0: Well, it's, it's more just a social first-person shooter yeah. that is also a dungeon crawler. It has a lot of the same elements as an MMO. It's true. Mm-hmm. But that's about where it stops. The story itself is... Pretty much everything that this is doing is just setting up what's coming down the pipeline. Oh, it's great, and it's though. Coming... I'm not saying it's not great. No, yes. absolutely. Let everything, any negative thing that is said about the story or about the impact that the world has, doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, this is fun.
3: I have oh, yeah. Con- I am not disparaging this game. This game is amazing. But if you're looking at it and going like, oh, yeah, this is going to be like Halo or Mass Effect. Like, look at this universe. Look at this world. Like, I'm going to have so much fun in this story. Like, I
1: don't like Halo
2: at all, what, so I like this.
3: That's not what this game is about. That's not its focus. So <laughs> don't buy it with that intention. The fun is not primarily had by experiencing the story.
1: But one of the concerns I had about it, based on what I've seen over the period of development and, and watching the demos and so on, watching you play, Tony, is I was watching you run around Venus Mm -hmm. and uh, you went through some buildings, you killed some bad guys, you were collecting some kind of like fuel cells or something Yep. and uh, you did kind of a cycle around a building and you went back in and you killed those same bad guys again and you got more fuel cells and I was like, well, this world looks huge, but in fact, it seems quite small. And you're doing the same thing over and over again. That was just—you t- made the mistake of just watching Tony. Really, that's Tony. Like, that,
2: that looked like you, that wouldn't happen if you were watching.
1: I—I I don't care for dungeon crawlers. I played through Children of Mana. I think was the one, the, the dungeon yeah. crawler, a uh, Secret of Mana game, and I enjoyed it for its art style. But like, I just, but just a dungeon. I, I don't—I don't care. And Here's don't what care you for don't Diablo. know.
2: Here's what you don't know. A, a lot of the fun of this game is the experience of playing with other people and like making your own story, so to speak. Because you can just jump right in and play with people. And Colin, describe what happened to you yesterday when you played with, with me, like that hallway we ran through.
3: Oh, well, <laughs> there was a point where we were in a hallway and Brandon's a little bit higher level than I am because he's had much more time to play the game than I have. Because you just got a PS4. You know, right. so, yeah, I just got a PS4, which is really nice like for him to come and do that for my, my little newbie self. But you know, <laughs> I was kind of hanging back because he's you know, so much more powerful than I am. So we, he ran ahead of me down this tunnel. And I thought that he was just, you know, we're just fucking around and, and he's running down the tunnel and, and he turns the corner and runs down another tunnel. And then I'm slowly following him and uh, being careful to not die. And, you know, there's no enemy. It's nothing's going on. Brain's taking care of everything. He, round, he turns the corner, he goes down this tunnel and then he starts running back towards me. And I'm like, oh, cool. You know, whatever. Brain's just screwing around. And then like this Giant horde of about like 50 monsters just <laughs> comes finally behind him. I swear while I'm running, I'm like, I brought you a present. And <laughs> the... But yeah, all, the monsters are screaming, like, the, everything is just going to complete shit. It's like Brandon just led them all right to me, and I was just in the middle of the shit. And, and you were, he and, was using a died. voice
2: modulator, so you're like holy shit. <laughs> now, and
3: what's
0: great is we were all, me and Brandon and Colin Trench were all in a party uh, that we were able to... Yeah, we were all in a chat other. room talking while this was happening even though we were in different games. So all, they tell me about this right after it happens and I accused Brandon of <laughs> Han Soloing Colin. <laughs> That's what it sounded like yeah, to me. Yeah, it's yeah. Pretty, Absolutely. it's exactly. And see, this, is, this was the main fun
2: of Destiny. You can just
0: jump into people's games
2: and do shit like that and it's really fun.
3: As far as games go, I mean, like the fluidity and how well The multiplayer aspect of connecting with friends and chatting and being a part of fire teams and playing together is incredible. How smooth it is!
0: It's effortless. It's fun, and you do create your own stories. Now, to your point cap of only seeing a very small area, that really was just me. I was just (laughs) kind of Sony being. Well, I was. I was just dicking around while we were while we were talking, and that was just kind of mindless stuff that I could do. The world itself is ex. Expansive is it's, it because I I, I I know that's what they said but i'd also read a lot of disparaging reviews lately well what you've read online and i've seen a lot of the same reviews what people were picturing versus what they got are two completely different things what were they picturing because i didn't read they any were reviews. picturing a whole entire world that you could I, experience that you could it, explore admittedly, anything you it's could big saw. enough bungie did sell that pretty hard they did but that's their job, their marketing. <laughs> I mean, anyone I who played the
2: Alpha or Beta would know
0: it wasn't completely like that. We but at the same time, playing the Alpha and Beta, you're sitting there looking at like this tower in the distance, it seems like it's miles away, Then you go walk to it. Yeah, you can go to it. The world is still gigantic. I mean, to use the Halo comparison, you think about those levels that would go on for like 45 minutes that just sprawled in epic vistas and like, oh my god. There are some really long levels like that in this. One of the yeah. things I enjoyed most about Halo was the, the combat
1: with, with enemies in large terrains where it would become very tactical uh, mm-hmm. after a while because of the way the enemies behaved. And, and I was wondering, is that AI behavior of enemies and those kind of like real first-person shooter sort of skirmishes, those sci-fi skirmishes... Is that something that's carried over in a Destiny? Seems like it would be a, a good fit, but I'm not sure if that's something that, that actually made it to the
0: game. It is and it isn't, because on the one hand, those were scripted sequences. You don't have as many scripted sequences in Destiny simply because of the nature. All of the missions that you play, all the story missions, all the strikes, all that, take place in this existing hub for each world.
2: There, I mean, there so, are sections, like if you're doing a mission, where you're in that world, but then you go to your own kind of area where off. You, where then it is kind of scripted.
0: And in those you will find the sprawl I mean, one of them, the pit, the summoning pit that we've gone through with the giant (laughs) elder. You fight through this one area where you walk in and it's this giant cathedral space and it's it's huge, just this gigantic area. And smack dab in the center is a, a enemy that is three to four times your size tall and five times your width. And he's chained up until you shoot him. That sounds like a weird shape in my head. Very
1: wide individual He's is a- several stories tall it's a big monster and he shoots lots of beams out of
2: his
0: face okay Yep. and he is <laughs> he is very angry and oh, the the room that is, boss is hard yes it is lots because of enemies lots of enemies keep spawning around you i mean you do have these epic battle set pieces not quite to the same extent as halo because again that was like a very linear experience let me let me set the is. stage
2: for one thing that
0: that you wouldn't expect that happens in this game that's amazing
2: you will be walking say through like an underground area for part of like a story mission uh-huh a gigantic ship will teleport inside of the cave, drop a ton of enemies in, and then, like, go through a dimensional rift outside of the cave again. It'll, like, go through the wall, come out, and then go back in and drop a shit ton of enemies that while you're underground. Weird. It's really awesome. It is, because all of
5: I, I you I don't like, know if like,
2: just the hive does that, and nah, the vex hi, teleport. The vex just teleport in, uh, You can see that for a mile away. There's this race called the vex, and, like, you'll see this tiny, tiny speck of light... And then it just gets super bright and looks weird, and then just
0: enemies start dropping out of it. And it's, you can see that, like, far away. It's creepy. It's a giant <laughs> fuck you moment every time it happens, too. You're like, oh, shit. And you just run. Or you, you kill do. them. Whatever you want. I well, it depends know. on whether or not you see any of the, the minotaurs. And sometimes
2: when a hundred enemies come out, you're like, oh, god. <laughs> but there are, like, random uh, real-time, like, world events as well where everyone can join in. Which, apparently, those are going to be happening more often yeah. going forward. Like, uh, this thing is getting assaulted and a bunch of enemies are coming
0: down, you know, and there's like a really strong enemy or a tank. Everyone kill it. You know, things like that. At that point, because as I mentioned before, the fire team is limited to three people. That's where everybody on the map, whoever's playing with you, jumps in. But there are six player things you said later. That's the endgame content. Those okay, are the raids. So I,
1: yeah, I haven't gotten to that yet, but apparently six players can join up to raid super hard things. Yeah, and the raids is something that they're constantly expanding, right? Like, there's we, some fresh ones, like, coming up. or Well, all of
0: it. All yeah. of it's going to be constantly expanding. The raid hasn't even... They haven't even unlocked the raids yet. Because okay, what that's, has, that's what I was and, hearing about then. Yeah. But the, what, the boss fights are really cool in this game, too. No, absolutely. But what Bungie has done is they've kind of just... They have let people experience the game, and they are constantly unrolling more content. Even just this weekend, they came out with more strikes that you could do. They've got more playlists coming up, more people that you can interact with. And they're going to keep just doling this out, little surprises, things that nobody knew about. This mm-hmm. game eeks of, we have a plan. It's going to take a while. You guys are going to have
2: fun. Enjoy. But I, Yeah, I like that because every couple of weeks it's like, well, I've done everything. Well, maybe not done everything, but there's going to be new content all the time that you're not expecting.
3: And the end game is about, you know, you get up to your level cap of 20. And then after that, it's all about finding gear. Mm-hmm. and grinding for gear and getting higher levels through collecting different gear pieces and getting i don't know how that works out, that.
0: is that fun that sounds miserable to me i hate grinding for gear whether or not grinding for gear is fun boils down to whether or not the game is fun whether or not you're having fun while you're playing because in the act of playing so long as you're having fun it doesn't matter what you're doing because it's all in essence leading to a particular place this game is fun It doesn't matter what you do, all of it kind of moves towards something. If you're just kind of grinding on a planet, you're playing with two and three of your buddies. And so long as you've got a fire team you're playing with, Mm -hmm. if I'm playing with Brandon, if I'm playing with Trench, if I'm playing I like to play solo sometimes, because you guys have loud voices. That's because you're a little bitch. (laughs) But no, there's something great about a game where you're
2: running around in a first-person shooter killing things, and there might be some really hard enemies, you kill one, you get a better helmet... That, like, reloads your grenades faster, and suddenly you're doing better, and it has more armor. I mean... Uh, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, but does. okay. It does. Well, no, because your grenades, they're not really grenades. They don't take up, like, a physical space. It's like something you shoot out of your hand. I'm not really sure how the grenades work. They're, they, we're called grenades, but not really grenades.
0: They come from the light.
2: Exactly. Yeah, there's magic in this game. Just deal with it and get over it. Anyway. Okay. But, I, I, but there will be armor pieces <laughs> that raise things that will help reload... That grenade faster, like, because it's based on time Uh and things like that. Instead of
0: having an actual grenade, cash.
2: Yeah, it takes it takes a lot to reload.
3: To be fair, though, Cap. Yes, it is very fun, and yes, playing with your buddies is fun, and yes, it is a first person shooter, so it's different than doing a ton of fetch quests and you know playing Wow, and it's like kill 20 monsters and then come back and then, you know, deliver this message to, you know, Chuck the Goblin. You know what I mean? I
4: love
2: Chuck the fucking Goblin. it's
3: It's not that. But you are going to be playing the same mission a couple different times or doing the same amount of things like, you know, killing a certain amount of enemies or collecting a certain amount of items that those enemies drop and then, you know, returning them to the folks back at the tower, which is the main base. And you will be grinding. You, there will be times where you're like, oh, I'm going to play through this strike, which is a, which is a, an a raid instance, almost. Essentially. Yeah. And you will, a dungeon, and you will play through that hoping to get a piece of purple armor. You know what I mean? It
0: means it's
2: legendary. Anyway, he okay. did. Yeah, anyway.
3: Right, but you know what I'm saying. But that's, that's essentially what you're doing. Is You're like hoping. You're like, oh, will it drop this thing? Oh, damn it, it did Oh, I guess I'll have to do it again. So it's fun in that you are playing with your friends or that you are having this really fun experience as a first-person shooter. And every time you play that instance, it's going to be different. But yes, there is grinding. There's a lot of grinding.
0: It's just the sort of thing that, as somebody who generally doesn't like grinding. I, I haven't had a problem with it. Yeah, it doesn't feel like grinding to me. It's a first person shooter. I run around and I have a jet
2: pack or whatever the hell I have and I shoot people and throw grenades at them and I'm just, it just feels natural. There's like a building or a base and it's just enemies are pouring out of it and I'm just going in and seeing if there's treasure in there and just killing everything. Like just not even thinking about it. And While I'm doing that, I might have a mission that says like, kill five of these types of enemies and I'm doing it anyway.
3: The thing about Destiny Hook app is that it hides the grind really well is the thing. Uh-huh. The grind is well disguised.
2: Because the, the way you fight enemies is really fun, so you don't really think of it as grinding, because you're, you're having fun playing the game. Interesting. Well, I, right. I, I can get behind It's like playing a Halo mission, and you're shooting everything, and it's fun. Right. You're doing it over
0: and over every mission, but it's fun. Right. And it's one of those that, let's say you're not having fun one day. The next day, everything resets. The gear that you can get, the bounties that you can complete, which are essentially the fetch quests. So, don't like it one day, right? The next day. Don't like doing grinding that way, go play in the Crucible, which is the multiplayer. The multiplayer is really fun. Oh, yeah. Way. Oh, yeah. Hey, so it, you might as well. if all that humdrum yeah. stuff is fun and if
1: the gameplay supports it, I mean, that's all that really matters. It, the,
2: the thing is, is it feels kind of fluid instead of just like, go out here and do this. It feels like I'm going to do it.
1: For, from an outsider having had yeah. no hands on time with it, it's hard for me to, to figure that out. You need so. to come over. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, over, well, we'll hopefully take care of that. You need to see UM over. If you guys like watching people it. play games, Trench and Tony do an awful lot of streaming these days. Once um, a week, either awful, Tuesday or Wednesday. Awful, lot. <laughs> awful lot. If you want one. to find out when, well, you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter, or there's a thread on the forums you can subscribe to, and that's where they update as well. We'll link to where you can do that on this episode's page. We're going to cut to a song right now when we get back. We'll talk about what I did overseas that was, in a way, my destiny, or also perhaps my density. Right now we got a song by Blank Flank. Says he makes Cybergrind or Nintendo Core. But whatever those genres may mean, he is a lot of fun. This is a remaster off his record from last year, etched into eternity. It's Ocarina of Time to fuck shit up. And remember, if you like any of the awesome music we play here on Nerdy Show, then you should definitely check out Nerdy FM, our 24 7 streaming nerd music station, available online and on your mobile device at nerdy.fm. So, when I was over in England, I did a thing that I did not expect to do. It was a surprise. I was staying with a good pal of mine, Lawrence Hondrick. And uh, he said, When you come over here, bring some attire that would be appropriate for 1955. Uh, I took that to mean that it was going to be something involving Back to the Future, given the date. But it is in fact something called Secret Cinema, so it was still very secretive to begin with. You're given an identity, and uh, you were given a secret location that's told to you the day of in an email. And we're walking down this road near the Olympic Village, and o- over behind the buildings I see what looks to be a scale recreation of the clock tower from Hill Valley. Now, this is not just a scale recreation of the clock tower from Hill Valley... Once we get there, in fact, we fi- I find out that it is a maybe like, let's say, third-scale recreation of the...
5: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC.
0: Post your free job on
1: linkedin.com slash achieve today. Entirety of Hill Valley. What the hell? What was this? What was the point of it? A uh, week-long secret cinema presentation of Back to the Future where... In England. In England.
2: Not in America where the film was made, born and raised.
1: Their (laughs) accents were very good. Basically, what I went to was a back to the future renaissance festival (laughs) you know like it was oh my god it was an interactive back to the future experience that i mean this has got to be one of the nerdiest things to have happened maybe ever it's a very specific niche i think um was it fun it was amazing it
2: was
0: uh, here's what here's what. it was one third oh, replica of hill valley of course
2: it's- well hill valley is a 1950s town how fun could that be
0: <laughs> marty enjoyed himself i so don't fun. know how much marty enjoyed he, himself. he got a, he got a chance to almost make out with his mom who He's like, like kissing sort of her thing? brother tony got to see his dad punch biff anyway got locked in a trunk so here's what happens we're
1: walking in this crowd of people who got off the train all the streets are littered with young people dressed in 1950s clothing. Must have been very odd for anybody who was in the area. We get in there. They take our cell phones. And uh, it starts at Twin Pines Farm. So we're there with the Peabody's. And uh, they, got, they have farm animals. They're doing bizarre hillbilly initiation ceremonies. It was kind of situated on a hill. So we start at the bottom here, and we leave the farm and walk around and go up, and then all of a sudden we're walking through the suburbs. We pass the entrance to Lion Estates, Marty's home from 1985, which hasn't been built yet, and then into the the actual suburbs where you, we pass all these houses. You can actually go into them. There's the Tannen House, the McFly residence, the, the uh, I can't remember Lorraine's maiden name, but whatever that is, and you can actually go into these houses. I went inside the Tannen House. There was a copy of Ooh La La lying around. <laughs> Ooh, la, and, la, la. And, uh, and there was a phone, and the phone had like a directory next to it, so I picked up the phone, there's a dial tone, I dial the thing, and I called the radio station.
2: What the hell? How did they set this up? Where did the money come from? Who's doing this?
1: Secret cinema. What the fuck is secret cinema? Amazing. Apparently they have done some sp- considerably smaller events before. So they do things um, like this all the time. I, I've heard that they did a viewing of Titanic while uh, on boats in water, but- I can't wait for them to do Schindler's List. <laughs> uh- so there's the Brown Estate, and then, and then boom, the entire town square of Hill Valley, like at one-third scale, all the stores you can go into, the diner was a real working diner, there was the school.
2: I mean, were there already buildings here and they had to get
1: permission from them? No, they, 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 they built storefronts. And there was just an empty, huge lot. Yeah, I don't know what it was before, I have no wow. idea. Uh, it was waiting. <laughs> it, was, it was waiting, yeah. I mean, it was to, to such a detail that like they had the, the movie theater It was playing the Ronald Reagan cowboy picture. Uh, you, you could go into the movie theater and watch that film, oh that Ronald God. Reagan movie. Did you do it? A little bit. Yeah, it was terrible. It was the most racist portrayal of a Native American I've ever seen.
2: <laughs> I want to see it.
1: It's really bad. You don't want to see this movie. The Cattle oh, Queen man. of something. Texas, probably. Um,
3: was it like a museum? Or, I mean, like, where, did you go into this place and was it, could you just walk around where you went or were you, like, led around by people? Or how was the experience, like, introduced to you and how did you experience the experience
1: it was it was a living interactive world i was there as a mechanic at texaco and lawrence was there as a student at uh, hill valley high school and uh there were there were actors around there people who were who were townsfolk and they were they would talk to us and you know we would have these conversations with them where you basically you're role-playing you're you're larping back to the future the entire time larping as a as a 1950s person of course i had fucking pink hair nothing i could do about that and lightning, they're like lightning they're like, bolt son what happened to your hair i'm like well uh I, I it was the tannins biff Biff tannin he put some kool-aid in my hair they didn't really i had a conversation with mr strickland he was like you mean to tell me that that biff tannin did this too well we'll pull him over here and see what he has to say about that i'm like well i don't know if that's <laughs> such a good idea mr strickland i know i also don't go to your school I'm i've graduated so we don't really need to have this conversation but okay Did (laughs) did he call you a slacker? Yes he did. Wow. (laughs) Were there trucks of manure everywhere? Uh you know, they kept in a lot of stuff, but they did omit the truck of manure. But um I would imagine that's because it's a contained area and manure Manure. smells like shit. Hate manure. Hate manure. Who the fuck loves manure? Honestly. Manure salesman. Farmers. (laughs) Cows love making it. Dung beetles. (laughs) Yeah, they're all about it. Yeah. They build houses out of it. Um sick. Uh, there were bands performing at the Enchantment Under the Sea Dance during the, the whole thing, and uh, all the characters were there. So, like, Goldie Wilson is sweeping up crap. There was all kinds of, like, events happening all throughout the square. Like, there was a little World War II Veterans Memorial ceremony that was happening where uh, the guy from the diner, the guy who runs the diner, had this really, truly moving speech about what it meant to be an American, which is ironic retroactively, and uh, because he probably wasn't. Um and <laughs> and and, uh, and like and, and about World War II and then Biff and his gang comes and just fucks everything up and throws water at people and upsets Lorraine who is standing nearby and while you're there a good chunk of Back to the Future the parts set in 1955 are reenacted around you so well, I mean was there literally a DeLorean and Doc Brown well and all that? well here's the thing we happened to be in the diner when Marty realized he was next to George McFly and the events proceeded from there so then we started being able to guess what would come next in the film, where we would need to be to catch a scene. So you guys are just there doing whatever, and that, that unfolds as if it would naturally. Right. Because because it's a living, working town, such as it is. And, I mean, it's all sets. You know, there's nothing too complicated. When you walk into a store, it's not a full store. It's like a little cubicle room. It's sort of an interpretation of a store. But all the same, everybody there has a role. Everybody there is an actor. Everybody there is going to give you this full experience, and you can role play with them as deep as you want to go. Was Crispin Glover there? Well, a guy portraying George McFly was there. It would be really cool if Crispin was there, but um, uh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, that uh, sounds
0: absolutely incredible.
1: We were in the Brown Estate when Marty came in <clears throat> for the first time and, and had that conversation with Doc. Doc. And it, man, it was it was great. Like the performers were spot on. Marty was great. He he ran everywhere. It was impossible to keep up with him.
2: Um, <laughs> I need to, I need to point out that my bathroom is also called the Brown Estate. <laughs> I just I just wanted to just say that because I don't think I told. you <laughs> Is that, that where you before. put your brownie meat? It's where I take the Browns to the Super
1: Bowl, <laughs> as the saying goes, in old folklore.
0: That's incredible, Cap. That yeah,
1: is absolutely incredible. And then it got dark. I mean, we that was it starts at six. The movie plays at ten. So there's a whole bunch of hours in there to wander around, do things, get some food. It was fantastic. They do this and, every year?
2: Different stuff every diff- year. Different or, stuff. Or like yeah. Every couple months, but
1: like, or? but nothing ever to the scale. Never. You think it's gonna get only bigger. I don't know how now? it could. Honestly. I mean, but. what if they did Jurassic Park? Well,
2: good. the fucking museum and the fences and all that shit. Good fucking luck, but sure. The raptors
1: um, have escaped. <laughs> Real live dinosaurs.
2: <laughs> God, they can have that ride at the beginning? Shit.
1: <laughs> That's anyway. the thing, really big. I think Universal Studios wants to do that. Anyway, we watch the film, and then they start further reenacting everything during the film. So when the DeLorean comes out, a DeLorean came out of the front doors of the clock tower. And Doc and Marty are there in their radiation suits, and like they're mapping everything down to the hand gestures. So it's kind of like you're looking at the big screen, it's camera one, you're looking in real life, camera <laughs> two. It was spot on. And then car chase with the Libyans. Like, what? <laughs> they had, you know, like fake AK 47s that were like spitting out like LED light and then like a mm. rocket launcher. And uh, there were some some mild pyrotechnics and so on. And, and uh, every time the car went through time there were strobes set up all over the the plaza so they would light up and there would be thunderous sound effects and every every car chase sequence you know marty's weaving in and out of cars he he ran over the top of the uh the cadillac and all that and i'm trying nice. to think of
2: how many hours they must have spent rehearsing and doing like visual checks and, and lighting checks to make everything perfectly on the day that they do this i, I, I mean is it more than one day it was a, they did it for like I think they're supposed to do it for two weeks. Because I doing just it for having a music
1: festival where yeah. things
2: constantly go wrong, and then they have this, yeah, and it's like
1: perfect. They had a week that they were supposed to do it, and it, it started a week later or something. But I I don't know the details of that. But basically, I went. It was it was immaculate, incredible experience.
3: You know, Cap, it sounds very similar to Sweet No More, the installation piece by Punchdrunk Theater in New York, where you go into uh, this five-story, I can't even really, I did, it, I did it once, and it seems like a five-story building. It's this old abandoned warehouse that they've kind of retrofitted into all these different rooms with all this different set dressing and all this really interesting pieces of furniture, and there's a graveyard in there, and there's a forest, and all sorts of crazy shit. And basically what they're doing is they're reenacting through silent storytelling and through dance the story of Macbeth. And so you are finding all of these different characters playing all the different characters in Macbeth. Like, there's the three witches, and there's Macbeth, and the king. And, are, are we talking about
2: Macbeth um, from Gargoyles?
1: Which is the same Macbeth no. as in Shakespeare, so yes, we are.
2: Wait, there was a Macbeth before the one in Gargoyles?
1: <laughs> yeah. How Damn it, Brandon. Did he have a gun? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Greg Weiss would be both flattered and disgusted. <laughs> I hope he's flattered.
3: So, am going to go with to the experience, I know that you, Cap, weren't like, this didn't happen to you, but the experience in Sleep No More is that when you go in, it's set in the 19, I believe it's like the 19, it's like a speakeasy. And you go in there, and they give you these different cards, and it's all about splitting up with your group, because you end up putting on these giant white masks that you can see through, but no one can see what your facial expressions are. It's very um, uh, eyes wide shut I kind of gonna mask. I was going to say that. Shit. There's this whole level of like anonymity where you are completely by yourself and you experience the world in any way you want to and follow any characters that you want to follow or don't follow edgy characters and read books that are on the tables or you know just watch one character or move through and find different different characters who are doing different things and how they interact with each other in these different scenes it was a really amazing experience because you since you have this mask on it feels like no one knows who you are and the performers sometimes interact with you but for the most part you're it's very voyeuristic colin and it's how, a really many, interesting how many
2: anonymous blowjobs did you give
3: i mentioned it just because it you know, Catholic yes. experience reminds me of it, and if you want to experience <laughs> something like this, I don't you think can I still go
1: to it. I've heard of Sleep No More from a lot of people. I really, really, really hope to do it, and while I was thinking about it when I did the Back to the Future thing. I mean, it's very much like Sleep No More light. You're a character. You can build relationships up with the other characters who are there, be they participants or actors, but... You know, it's not uh, it's it's not yeah, it's not sure. that that degree of immersive and certainly I mean, for starters, I mean, it's in an open square with hundreds of people. Right. Uh, and, and they have, however, they did create an excuse for why there's so many people there, because it's the Hill Valley Town Fair. So over in, in one corner, you can go to this like there's a Ferris wheel and like a carousel and stuff. So they, they added in this element sort of like create an excuse for all there being so many town festivities all happening at once. But uh it worked out really well. And they also added scenes, uh like Doc's like, We gotta get you some clothes. You know, so no, you're from you know, you're not from the future, you're from nineteen fifty-five. So they actually went to uh, clothier's down the street, and which was so small, we actually weren't able to see what was happening in there. But they, they did they did add scenes throughout, like the World War Two Memorial thing I mentioned. Anyway, it was it was really cool. I just wanna kinda wanna report on this <laughs> extremely nerdy, very surprising and, and somewhat exclusive experience that happened. Over, awesome. over in the UK, yeah, I mean, it was, it was incredible. It was, like, totally, but absolutely Cap, mind-blowing. Cap, yes. was it heavy? Huh. Doc, it was real heavy. So, yes, uh, Secret Cinema's Back to the Future. Holy shit. Nerdy Show is a listener-supported podcast. We uh, rely on your generous donations to keep the lights lit, and um, the entire network, in fact, is listener-supported. All of our programming here, be it Dungeons & Doritos, MegaRan & K. Murdoch's Bits, Rhymes, and Life, or a wicked anime or any of our other fine programming that we i could go on a long 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 list we put out a lot of stuff all of that stuff listener supported we rely on your help if you go to slash support or uh, just hit us up on the front page you'll see that you can donate to us if you do we send you cool perks in the mail including a ton of outtakes probably some from this episode and some pizza rolls <laughs> yeah we yeah so many pizza rolls. i promise you no pizza rolls but uh that that's a oh. thing it's been a slow month so far. We got one donation earlier and a very kind gentleman named uh, Histrionic Spock uh, bought some uh, printer ink or toner or something through our Amazon store because Woo! that's another way you can fund us. Go you can, Histrionic Spock. I keep
2: forgetting every time I buy shit on Amazon to go through our you link. You have I no know. excuse. I know. I'm sorry. I even bought my PS4 through Amazon and forgot you to do it. You motherfucker. I'm sorry. Colin should have done it. You piece of tin. I forgot. I was really excited <laughs> it's to, not a piece of tin. to afford one and then I was like, oh wait. <laughs> And I couldn't
1: return it. Uh, you bastard. Well, if you would like to buy a PS4 this holiday season... To get Destiny.
0: Or uh, now, to just, get
1: Destiny. You go to nerdyshow.com slash Amazon, or just go to our front page, click the Amazon links. You can buy anything there. In fact, I even found out recently that Bad Dragon Dildos have a... Uh, they, they have their own <laughs> I just store. I
3: when you said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, they have their own store on Amazon. So if you want to put something weird and shiny inside of you, you can even do that and support Nerdy Show. That's how much flexibility is offered to you. Double your pleasure. You're giving to us and to yourself. If you buy buy a Bad Dragon dildo and also some Double Mint gum, you can double your pleasure and double your fun. Wow. I'd like to give a shout out to Sean Lawlor who said, looks like you're having a slow start this month's drive. Let's try and turn that around. Thank you, Sean. That's why you're real cool. Real cool.
2: He's not
3: my number one son, though.
1: Who's your number one son?
3: Mauron, my my brother to the north, or my son to the north, he's a Canadian who uh, has all sorts of awesome things like shoveling manure, because that's cool. (laughs) He
1: farms (laughs) syrup, Brandon. What? Why do we talk about Mauron so much? I mean, he's awesome. Wait,
2: this is a microscope now. People farm syrup?
1: (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Add it to the list. (laughs) (laughs) Donate to Nerdy Show. If you buy anything through Amazon, and I'm pretty sure you do, buy stuff on Amazon and it gives back to Nerdy Show. We get a percentage as an Amazon affiliate. You can follow us on SoundCloud. You can follow us on iTunes. You can subscribe to this or any or all nerdy show programming if you listen to us on soundcloud you can actually comment at specific points in the track which is pretty fun
0: and cool to do you should do it every time i tell a joke you can type ha 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 so or you can, can... type doo butter tony <laughs>
2: god damn it <laughs> doo do- do butter tony hashtag <laughs> doo do butter tony <laughs> 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 this is gonna be a thing now isn't everybody doo do butter tony whenever he's on an episode but <laughs> Doo-doo Butter Tony, 5 minutes, 12 seconds. Doodoo
1: Butter Tony. <laughs> this is going to be a social experiment. If everybody could please do that at 5 minutes and 12 seconds on this episode. Doo Butter Tony. Just to, butter, to Tony. see how many of you are listening and, uh, and just try that out. <sighs> 5 minutes, 12 seconds. Doodoo Butter Tony. Next week, we got two live events. The first one, which is happening on Wednesday the 24th is the D&D and a It's a live, interactive Q&A session with the folks behind Dungeons & Doritos. That is myself, Colin, and our Game Master Rule, perhaps some other special guests. I think I heard that Jamela Dalla Egbert III, Mistress of the Steam Tunnels, might be able to attend, albeit via I mean, a puppet avatar.
3: You can ask any question that you have, if it's about production, or if it's about story creation, or, I mean, we're not going to give you guys spoilers of what potentially we have planned, but if we have... Any kind of information about like what you know any happened. kind of question that you would like to ask? We're happy to answer that. I mean, in character or out of character.
0: The D and
1: q and A is happening the evening of Wednesday, the twenty fourth. And if you have any questions, then you should call in. We'll have a number posted where you can do that. Just uh, stay tuned the day of the event for all the information you'll need to get in on it. It'll be a post on nerdyshow.com, and of course we'll be spamming it all over our social networks. However, if you can't make it for this event. Well, that's no problem. We have a thread on the forums where you can ask a question. and uh, You should do it. You should do it, yeah. Lots of people no have already picked some questions already. We want to hear from you. We can have your voice. We can have a, a video with you. And we're going to package the D&D Q&A as a video on YouTube soon thereafter. And so. if you want
2: to take the Nerdy Show phone number for calling in and post it all over the ladies' restrooms. Write them on
0: bathroom walls, yo, for a good so. time and answers to your D&D questions, call... For doo-doo butter Tony. For doo butter Tony. <laughs> just comment at 5.12 on this episode. Yep. Five minutes, 12 seconds. Doo-doo butter Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this a thing now? It's your fault, you, you motherfucker. You, you did this to me. <laughs>
1: And then uh, later in the week, on Saturday the 27th, is the MicroSoda Palooza. Microsoda Palooza. Microsodes are where you guys donate to us at the right time, and every time we hit a $100 mark, you decide what we get to talk about for 15 minutes. And uh, we've been doing this for years, and as a result, we have an insane backlog, so we're going to do what we can to nuke a good portion of those. Get them all done and recorded on this one
0: day, swapping out an insane roster of Nerdy Show hosts cycling out throughout the day. Pretty much, if you like anybody on Nerdy Show, check us out that day, because you'll be able to see your favorite hosts. Yeah, at some point
2: I, I
1: request it off so I can help. Thank so you, so Brandon. It's going to be about a, a six-hour event or so. It's oh, probably geez. the first of uh, a couple and, uh Six hours? <laughs> <No>, Palooza, <Microsoftapalooza>,
3: 24 <laughs> hours long. Get rid of all of them. That's what I'm saying. 24. Kill them all, 24 hours. I would like 24 hours, 24 to... Hours, hey, Colin, Florida. come on down. come down yeah, Are you going to be here, Colin, to help? No, I won't be there. I'd <laughs> yeah, also
1: like it. to point out that I'm going to be the host for all of these shows. So,
0: eat a bag of hey. dicks. <laughs> Whole bag. Doodoo Butter Colin. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. turn it
1: around. Yeah, Doodoo Butter Colin. DBC. <laughs> <laughs> if you feel bad about writing Doodoo Butter Tony, you can just write, I heart nerdy show. Or, I heart Tony. I'll take that too.
2: Or, <laughs> maybe you like. Tony, and you want to put, I heart doodoo butter Tony. Maybe you think, maybe you think that doodoo butter Tony is an endearing term for Tony. Maybe, maybe it's a step up of maybe his... Maybe your name of, is
0: Brandon Gerson. <laughs> maybe it's a step up from his normal
1: name. <laughs>
0: Tony? <laughs> Remember, this episode on SoundCloud, 5 minutes and 12 five seconds. seconds. 5, five minutes, minutes 12 and 12 seconds. seconds. Five twelve. Comment something about Tony, whether it be doodoo bunny Tony. <laughs> butter Tony. It's
1: just a test. I want to see how many people will do this. This, D- this is just a test. DDBT. Doesn't matter when you do it. It could yeah, be years from now. Go for it.
3: doo Butter Tony. I would like to spread him all over my bread.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh,
3: that
0: is that is it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Nerdy Show. Go buy Destiny. doo Butter Tony. All of you. Come play with us. Become part of our guild on Destiny because we is, got Guardians Is that a thing? The nerdy. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, there's, a nerdy, there's a Nerdy Show guild. Yeah, I didn't know this. There is a Nerdy Show
2: clan currently. It What's it prize? It's called Guardians of the Nerdy. Go to Bungie.net, look up Guardians of the Nerdy, and
0: hit join. Tony will accept. Tony will accept. You should join. Yeah, I should. Brandon, you haven't joined our own fucking I'm in league? another
2: guild before they even started it. Ugh. It wasn't my fault. So leave it. Makes, Makes me cooler. spit. <coughs> I'm, I'm torn. Okay, anyway. Yeah, I'm going to totally join now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for appeasing <laughs> me. Yep, I'm doing it. All right.
1: right He's doing now. it right this 2nd we'll
0: where, did, where did that computer come from? All right, nice. so
1: so next week, next week, Palooza on the 27th, Saturday the 27th, and d and and a The night of Wednesday the 24th. Tune in. And now, we're going to take you to a song. It's a track by who I feel is one of the best voices in the entirety of Nerdcore. I'm not sure we've actually played much of her on Nerdy Show, but we certainly play her on Nerdy FM. This is a track by Samus from her album that came out this past summer, Another M. In honor of the impending release of the new Smash Brothers for the 3DS, Here's a track called Smash Bros.
0: Bye, I'm Cap. Goodbye. I'm Tony, doo Butter Tony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, he likes it now. This is Brandon.
2: I'm making it my own. <laughs> wow. He's, he is, he is actually taking it back.
3: Bye, I'm calling.
5: <laughs>
4: I can't say the same thing. Let's do this. Yo, this is the original Smash Bros. Attention to whack falls, I snatch domes. It's bigger than flashy clothes or cash flows. Brash with the death toes, big heads getting headstones. headstones. You all headstones. up in my dungeon, you blundered, you took a risk, babe. You sweating puddles all over, you getting pit stains. I'ma send your body down under, I call it Brisbane. I know you really don't want it, I'll put it this way. You heard what happens to cast too curious, whole thing happened too fast. Now I'm furious. My theory is that Sam's head is damaged, she delirious. Hope you get the point like it's experience. Period. You feeling tired? I could sense it through my cortex. Bitch, you killed my vibe, so it's appropriate that you're next. If I could, I would send your ass into a vortex. Get that astro Glide and please apply it right before sex. And you fuck now, since the moment you touch down Hush, child, lights out I'm Mike Tyson, it's punch out Holla, I'm the boss of the game You caused me to pause, you off in a peg You already lost when you thought you could play What more can I say? say, This is the original Smash Bros Attention to whack foes, I snatch dumbs. It's bigger than flashy clothes or cash flows Crash with the death toes Big heads getting headstones This is the original Smash Bros Attention to whack foes, I snatch dumbs. It's bigger than flashy clothes or cash flows Brass with the death tub. Big heads getting headstones, headstones. Oh, you headstones. think you trouble? Well, I'm a troubleshooter I'm trying to find solutions with my mobile missile booster When I finish my attack, you won't have jack like Kerouac We can scrap until the background fade to black like silhouettes You can postpone death, sit up chilling in your glass house No stones, I'm flinging missiles till I'm maxed out i be walking through hell or high water Dodging your shots while I repel the hot lava ha, I keep my thoughts on my people cause I've been told what FEMA did to blacks in Katrina right there in Nola Got my eyes up, I must rise up I'm a phoenix like the Capitol, read up on Arizona ah, Yeah, you niggas be acting so tough See me, then you turning the color of Sammy Sosa Post up at the top, I'm blocking shots I ain't giving up my spot, call me Rosa This is the original Smash Bros Attention to whack foes, I snatch domes It's bigger than flashy clothes or cash flows Grass with the death toes, big heads getting headstones This is the original Smash Bros Attention to whack foes, I snatch domes It's bigger than flashy clothes or cash flows Grass with the death toes, big heads getting and headstone. 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 I think I just need one more good shot. Focus. Focus. God.
1: Oh, hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Well, I've got some sexy secret things to tell you. Uh, not really too secret. I do say them at the end of every episode. But if you liked what you heard, it is imperative that you follow my every word. First, I want to thank you for listening to Nerdy Show. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows in the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com slash store, or, most importantly, by directly donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show outtakes, dramatic readings, images, and other crazy stuff and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com support to chip in. But if you really want to level up, find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming. Just visit nerdyshow.com sponsorships. For more episodes of Nerdy Show, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show podcasts via the iTunes Store, and for the latest news, follow us on all your favorite social networks. So, to recap, tell a friend, donate to the show, and connect with the entire Nerdy Show Network crew online. We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable.